When we think about getting work done and working on our goals, we think about creating the self-discipline that we need to get us there. However, some approach to self-discipline can actually backfire. In this episode, we talk about reframing your approach to self-discipline and how to fuse it with love. Stay tuned to hear more. Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where it's all about personal growth, honest conversations, and exploring what it means to live a passionate, daring life. I'm your host, Shirley Huang. Yes, I do think that self-control and setting restrictions for yourself is very important. You need some sort of self-discipline to build a healthy and create your ideal lifestyle. Studies have shown that if you have more self-control, then you are actually happier overall. You know that you can do this easy at work, right? Because there's certain restrictions and expectations set for you in the workplace. You are under the supervision of your boss and you have certain deadlines and tasks that you have to do and people who rely on you. And this is the same when you are in school as well. You have assignment deadlines for your teacher. You know the consequences. If you do not hand in your assignment, then you might get a bad mark. But how about when you are by yourself? in your own daily life, maybe after work and during the weekends, when no one is there to give you a deadline and to tell you what you can and cannot do, whether this is maybe eating less junk food or choosing to exercise more or spending less time on social media, maybe watch less Netflix and actually working on your side projects. How do you have proper self-discipline to maintain or create the lifestyle that you want to have? Actually, for me personally, sometimes I don't even like to use the word self-discipline because the word discipline, it kind of suggests that you are using a form of punishment to make sure that you are obeying by the rules. And that is definitely not something that we are talking about in this episode today. So let's call this self-control. And this is something that I'm very passionate about because I really believe that you can exercise self-control without being so judgmental and without being so hard on yourself. I'm sure that in today's digital era, you can get distracted very easily. And if you're someone with goals and you have a lot of side projects and a lot of things going on all the time, you want to improve yourself and be better. And it's very easy for us to put ourselves down when we are not doing the things that we are supposed to do and criticizing ourselves and just being very hard on yourself. But I would actually argue that when you use this form of self-discipline, it can actually backfire. So how do we practice self-control in a way that is more beneficial for us and in a way that really help us to improve while not putting ourselves down. The very first step I would say is that you need to really get clear on why you want to use self-control. 
Why do you have to wake up at eight o'clock instead of ten o'clock on a Saturday? Why must you sit down and read this novel instead of watching Netflix? Why do you have to not snack after dinner? And instead of choosing to answer these questions with your regular reasons, you know, I am too unhealthy. I need to lose weight. I need to spend my time more wisely. Notice how these reasons are all coming from a more negative place. So instead, I want you to create a more compelling why out of love. The reasons behind what you're doing and the stories that you're telling yourself about why you had to set this self-restriction is very important. When you create your why for giving yourself these restrictions, your reasons should make you feel love instead of hate or disgust or self-pity. Let's say right now I give myself a restriction that I cannot snack at night. And the reason for me doing that is because I'm too fat. I need to lose weight. I don't like myself. If this is my why for doing what I do, then I am going to feel horrible every time when I do that. Especially in a context when I'm disciplining myself. Every time when I restrict myself, I will be aware of how I look and bring myself down. In the long term, this is simply just not a healthy way of creating discipline for yourself. And in fact, it's possible that the more and more you lean into this narrative, the more you will actually snack more, because you think that you cannot control yourself. And when you do accidentally break your restriction, you will feel very bad about it, and it will actually be. Easier for you to give up easily because you think that it is just who you are and you don't like yourself anyways. And overall, this will just create more resistance, and it will be harder for you to stay within the bounds of your self-discipline. Do you see what I'm saying? Instead, I want you to create your why out of love. I am restricting the snacks that I eat at night. Because I love myself and I want to take care of my body, I know that this habit long term will not benefit my health. This will be challenging for me because I have been so used to this habit. But I know that this is something that I need to set restrictions on, and I love myself more than the temptations I have. And I'm going to practice this because this is how much I love myself. Do you see how this narrative that you are telling yourself, the restriction is the same, but it has completely shifted your why into a more positive light. Do you see that? And sometimes, in order to make sure that you want to stick to your restriction more, is really about your why behind what you are doing. If your why is generated out of love, wouldn't you want to do that more? Because you want to feel love for yourself more. Instead, if you're doing it because you hate yourself, this restriction will make you feel very challenged. It will make it very hard, and every time when you do it, you will feel bad about yourself. This is a small, subtle shift in your thinking, but it is very, very powerful. 
When you are thinking about what are some of the self-discipline that you want to create for yourself, there are two dominant emotions I want you to feel when you are creating your whys behind these restrictions. The first emotion I mentioned earlier is the feeling of love. I want you to feel loved by yourself when you are giving these restrictions. The reason that you are choosing to finish that paper before watching a YouTube video or say no to one more drink at the bar, the reason why you are doing those things is not because there is something wrong with you. It's not because you're a bad person and you need to give yourself restrictions as a punishment, right? You are doing those things because you feel that you truly care and love yourself when you do that. The second emotion I want you to have when you are creating these disciplines for yourself is feeling respected. I want you to feel respected for yourself. The reason why you are setting these restrictions and applying self-control on yourself is because you want to feel respected by yourself. Maybe the passion project is actually very important to you and you know that. If you choose to work on it instead of watching TV when you come home from work, you will feel respected by yourself because you are respecting your time and you are respecting your goals and you want to respect your body, you want to respect your life overall and that is why you want to set these self-disciplines in place to make sure that you are creating your life that is more meaningful and more abundant for you. Setting proper self-disciplines in place, this is something that I work with my clients on a lot and you can start doing this too. So get clear about why you are setting certain restrictions for yourself and what the restrictions are and see how you can reframe these sentences, your whys, in a way that make you feel loved and respected. Because if you have a good narrative behind it, you will want to do that more instead of feeling challenged and feeling like you are very hard on yourself every time you do that. So the next point I want to talk about is to acknowledge your own shortcomings and weaknesses. We are all human beings, we have our own imperfections, and it's very important actually to own up to that. We all grew up in different types of environments. We have different habits and different temptations. And that is totally okay. Just because you have a harder time staying focused, for example, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. If it's hard for you to not shop and to spend money, that just means that there is some work there and there is something there that you can focus on and work on if you want to. It doesn't mean that you are less than anyone else because trust me, everyone is different. We are all imperfect in our own way and it just means that we have room to grow and that's a very beautiful thing. Instead of trying to hide from your weaknesses and pretending that they do not exist or ignoring them, it would be so much more helpful to actually acknowledge them and accept them and bring them into light. At the same time, 
also know what kind of environment that you thrive in and just be aware of what you are good at and be aware of what is working already for you. For me personally, I actually tend to get distracted very easily. (laughs) Especially now that I'm working from home, I really have to be disciplined with myself about how I spend my time. Often, I will have at least 20 tabs open on my computer. And that's very funny because I actually cannot multitask at all. So I end up just doing a lot all at once and not really getting any work done. So with this in mind, what do I know about myself? I know that I tend to work better in the morning. And I also know that I need to create the right environment for me to stay focused. So I try to do that as much as possible. This includes putting my phone away in another room, blocking all social media sites on my computer, blocking out a big chunk of my time to work, to do the work on one specific task. And I have to do a lot more in order for me to get into the zone and to focus. When I finally got into it, I tried to stay in it as much as possible until I finished my work. Now, some people do not need to go to that extreme, but I acknowledge that this is what I need to do. And so far, I've tried several different ways and this has worked for me. Now, this doesn't mean that anything is wrong, right? It just means that it is what I have to do to get things done. And everyone is different, so I want you to find a strategy that works the best for you to create the lifestyle that you want for yourself. And keep trying different types of self-control or setting certain restrictions or changing the time until you find the one that works for you. But your why for doing it should be out of love and respect. And I don't want you to judge yourself. We all have our own weaknesses and that's totally okay. When you are setting these restrictions for yourself, something that you can also think about is think about these restrictions as if you are parenting yourself. Even though now that you are an adult, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be parented. (laughs) Can you imagine if you have no self-discipline at all? So you can parent yourself and set the proper restrictions and limitations for yourself. Go to bed by 11 p.m., wake up and make sure you eat your breakfast, (laughs) right? So some of my clients love this concept, while others do not. This idea of parenting yourself, find what works for you and just have fun with how you want to create this lifestyle and how you want to improve your well-being overall. Okay, the final point I want to talk about is something that is very closely related to self-discipline and it is probably the number one reason why sometimes it's very hard for us to put self-discipline in place and it is this instant gratification (laughs) this idea of feeling comfortable and feeling instant pleasure is basically the reason why it is hard for us to give ourselves the self-control that we need. This instant and immediate feeling of pleasure or even just the feeling of comfort when you swipe your credit card or when you snack on the chocolate or even when you are delaying your work and you choose to watch the YouTube video. 
When we do these actions, we feel comfortable, we feel good, and we feel safe. Because this is a pattern of behavior that we are so used to doing. Our brain is very, very used to this, and we have been doing this for a while. What our brain is good at doing is that it likes everything to be familiar, it wants everything to be easy, and it likes shortcuts. Our brain seeks for pleasure and avoids pain. Knowing this, you can see how we will have certain habits that we want to keep on doing because we are so used to it. And this doesn't mean that you can't have your pleasures and you can't be comfortable. All I'm saying is that the habits that you do want to change, the restrictions that you do want to have in place, I want to challenge you to be very intentional about what kind of life do you want to have for yourself and what are the self restrictions that need to happen in order for you to have that life. Because trust me, in that moment when you have to choose, in the moment where you are deciding between waking up 30 minutes earlier to do yoga or sleeping in, or in the moment when you have to decide to order a takeout or spending more effort to cook a meal, in those moments, it will be very challenging. You will feel lazy and you will want to feel comfortable. It will be very hard, but I want you to challenge yourself to be aware of them and to intentionally choose the long-term result that you want versus short-term comfort. Because achieving your goals and getting the result that you want to have, it requires commitment. It requires a lot of work and commitment instead of falling for the short-term gratification. Something that you can do is focus on the positive emotion that will make you feel as a result of your self-discipline. So when you think about setting the restrictions for yourself, maybe it is waking up 30 minutes earlier every morning, or it is reading 10 pages of a book every day, or it is spending one hour every night to work on your blog. When you think about the long-term effect of doing that, how does that make you feel? Will you feel proud? Will you feel love for yourself? And will you feel respected? Do you feel accomplished? I want you to pick the one word emotion that you will feel. And then I want you to choose what you would prefer. Do you want to have the instant comfort right now? Or do you want to feel proud of yourself looking back? Here are some quick writing prompts for you to get started getting clear on being self-disciplined with love. So the first one is to write out the activity that you want to set restrictions on and be very intentional and write out exactly what it is and what that looks like. The second step is to write out your why for doing that and make sure you are fusing your why with love and respect for yourself. And third, I want you to write how this self-discipline, how this will affect you long-term, how it will affect your well-being and your future, and be very clear on that. Have fun with it because you can really create self-discipline from a place of positivity, from a place of love and respect in a way that makes you feel good and that fuels you all the way to accomplishing your goal. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, 
If you are ready to take this work deeper, I would love to invite you to my live coaching program, 90 Day Transformation. This is where we work together one on one and take all the materials that you heard just now and apply them into your life so that you can become the person you want to be. If you want to learn more about the program, you can visit my page at daringliving.com/coaching. Again, that is daringliving.com/coaching. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much more than you know. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye bye.